How do you know when your child has the flu or just a really bad cold? During flu season, it's understandable for parents to worry about their children contracting the flu, but it's not always easy to know what symptoms they should be looking for. This is the Ridgecrest Regional Hospital Podcast. I'm Prakash Chandran. We'll be talking about recognizing flu symptoms in children and what you can do to help your children stay protected. Here to help is Dr. Andrew Modick, a board-certified physician in both internal medicine and pediatrics at Ridgecrest Regional Hospital. Pleasure to have you here, Dr. Modick. Now, when children start exhibiting symptoms like sneezing, fatigue, or they come down with a fever, I think every parent wonders what's going on and how serious is it. So the first question really is, how do you separate flu symptoms from those of a really bad cold? It's, it's, it's difficult. Um, uh, you know, the, the flu uh, virus is, 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 is caused by the influenza virus. So in general, uh, those symptoms tend to be a little bit worse than the viruses that cause, uh, say, the, the common cold. Um, but um, when you think about the flu, um, about 95% of kids will have a fever, um, many of those over 102 degrees. Fahrenheit. So generally, if if the kid doesn't have the fever, it's probably not the flu. Um, but the other symptoms, the the cold, the the runny nose, uh, headache, m- muscle aches, um, and and even younger kids sometimes they can have nausea, uh, vomiting, and and tummy pain. Um, and and typically these symptoms tend to have an abrupt onset. So so classically, a parent will tell me my kid was my my child was perfectly fine in the morning and felt great. And then by the afternoon, they just look and feel uh, miserable. Um, and, and these symptoms can last uh, anywhere from uh, usually less than a week, but some kids, some kids can have cough or, or even fatigue for up to two weeks. So what I'm hearing you say is that if your child has a fever and these symptoms come on very quickly, then it's probably the flu. Is that correct? That, that you know, it, it, there's, it's, it's difficult to tell. It, it is difficult. And there's no, there's no great, uh, uh, perfect uh, uh, um, uh, criteria, but uh, fortunately, we also do have the flu test, uh, which we have the rapid flu test, which is used in most pediatric practices, and 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 generally, it's it's a uh, a good test if it says you have the flu. So if it says this is a positive test, you have the flu, then you can be about 99% sure uh, that you have it. But uh, unfortunately, if it's if it's uh, the test is negative. Um, then uh, well, it only detects uh, it only detects the flu in about 50 to 70 percent of cases. So uh, in these cases, uh, uh, talk to you know your your physician may look at the, your child's symptoms, uh, exposures to the flu, what is the rate of the flu in the community, and still may decide that this is the flu or may decide to treat for the flu uh, if their suspicion is high enough. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't know that there was that test. So it seems like if you're suspecting that your child has the flu, the best thing to do is go ahead and bring them in to do this test just to make sure and to be on the safe side. So my question is, if you find out that your child does have the flu, um, you know, what what should you do? Is there um, is it just rest? Is there uh, antibiotics or medicine that you should take? Talk Talk a little bit about that. Yes, we, we, we do have an antiviral, uh, treatment for that. And the most common, uh, one that is used is called Tamiflu, uh, also called Aseltamivir. Uh, and it's a, it's a five day course. And, and just like you were saying, the, the earlier that the, uh, that your child is, is treated, uh, for the flu, the better that, that they'll be. For example, if you start Tamiflu within the first 12 to 24 hours after your child uh, starts showing signs of being sick, um, then it can shorten the illness by, by up to three days in some cases. 
Um, uh, if it started around 48 hours after the onset of, of your child being sick, um, it can shorten it by about a day or so. Um, but e- even this, you know, if you've had the flu, even this can be can be significant. Um, and and uh, also uh, it can shorten the, the complications and decrease the rate of complications from the flu, uh, like ear infections and and pneumonia. Um, and and, uh, and and in general, uh, uh, there's there's been minimal resistance, at least among last year, for the the, the Tamiflu ch- in terms of treating the the flu virus. Um, so so if you think um, uh, if you you think your kid has the flu, uh, get them in early. Um, and uh, uh, and if within 48 hours, it's probably probably a good time to start treating for the flu with the Tamiflu. And even in some cases, for kids that are say high risk for problems um, uh, with flu complications, let's say they are less than five years old, or they have asthma, or heart conditions, or some other chronic illness, um, uh, your pediatrician may decide to treat uh, even after they they've had symptoms for 48 hours. Um, and, and in general, uh, I get this question a lot. In general, the side effects from Tamiflu, Tamiflu is very, generally very well tolerated. About 14% of patients will have some nausea or some tummy pain from it. Um, but certainly this is, is much better than, than having the flu. It certainly is. So you mentioned a couple times the importance of trying to bring your child in early if you start recognizing those symptoms. So I want to focus a little bit more on um, those uh, those symptoms specifically. You mentioned nausea, you mentioned some weakness, and it happening quickly. But what other things should parents be looking out for uh, to really tell them, hey, you know what, this is a problem. I should bring my uh, my child into the doctor. Yeah, it, it's it's tough and it's difficult for for parents. But if if you you know think about it, if it's fever and and uh, um, again ninety five percent of of kids will, will with the flu will have uh, a fever. So so if it's not fever, if they don't, the kid doesn't have the fever, it's probably not the flu. But cough, runny nose, uh, headache, um, muscle aches, um, and and think about it, abrupt onset um, and. Uh, um, uh, and and in general, uh, um, you know, think about the, the fever. But again, it's tough even for pediatricians to tell sometimes. And uh, we do have the rapid flu test, which helps. But um, uh, sometimes you just kind of have to have to know what you know. Is this a high time for flu? Is this community affected by the flu? And and that's difficult for for parents to do. So um, any questions, any concerns, um, you know, uh, please see the pediatrician. Yeah, that's really good advice. And it, I think the, the thing that I picked up on right there is just knowing, you know, when you're in flu season, especially, um, you can never be too cautious. It's always better to just, you know, bring your child in and, and get tested. So I want to shift a little bit to um, preventative measures. Uh, let's talk about the best ways that a parent that is concerned can keep their child protected, uh, especially during flu season. Uh, absolutely. Well, the, the best way to, uh, Prevent the flu is to get the flu shot. Um, that that is uh, 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 that is the best way. Um, uh, there are uh, there are other things you can do too. Um, the flu is spread via via um, contact with contaminated oral secretions. So sneezing, coughing, talking, um, or or touching. And generally, you need to be within about six feet of someone who has the flu uh, in order to get it. Um, but the caveat being, if that person uh, uh, that person sneezes on their hand. They touch a contaminated surface, and then you touch that your you, you touch that surface, or your child touches that surface, and then they touch their mouth, their eyes, or their nose. Um, uh, certainly, the the flu can be spread that way. So so wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Uh, avoid touching your eyes, your nose, or your mouth. 
Um, if you can clean surfaces, if you if you come in contact with someone who might be sick, clean surfaces with with disinfectants. Um, and 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 finally, in some cases, and this is decided on a case by case basis, um, there are some uh, uh, kids who will benefit from taking Tamiflu uh, prophylactically, which means either uh, they take it before uh, uh, or after an exposure to the flu. And generally, these these kids uh, tend to be at high risk for complications of the flu. For example, they might be less than five years old, uh, they might have severe asthma, um, and there might be an outbreak in the community. And this is something to, to discuss with your, your pediatrician. So, you know, it's interesting with everything that we've heard and, um, you know, so many people say that the best thing that you can do is to get the flu shot. It still seems like there are parents that are hesitant to get it. So can you speak to, you know, why that is and maybe some of the hesitations that parents might be feeling in doing so? Absolutely. And I talk to parents a lot about this subject. And, and, and when it's brought up, I, I just, I, I, I first remind them that uh, we're on the same team. Uh, we both want to keep their, their child uh, healthy and happy. Um, the, the most, uh, uh, common reasons I, I hear is, is really two, two main ones, which is, uh, one is I, I don't want them to get sick. Um, and, and two is I, I don't want them to get the flu. Uh, and so first, you cannot get the flu from the flu vaccine. Uh, the flu vaccine is a dead flu virus, and, and so it can't give you the flu. So just like a dead crocodile isn't going to bite you, a dead flu vaccine <laughs> isn't going to give you the flu. Uh, it, and second, um, the flu, if the flu vaccine, if it does have a problem with it, it, it's that the immunity only lasts about six months. So most kids will get between three and eight colds per year, but they're not spread out evenly throughout the year. Most of them occur between November and March, and that's also flu season. So we give the flu vaccine before the start of flu season. And so I, I understand when these parents tell me that um, uh, their kid has been healthy uh, during the entire summer, during during uh, um, half of the fall, all of a sudden they get the flu vaccine and, and then they get sick. But uh, in, in those cases, I just I just um, try, and, try and counsel them that the flu vaccine is not the cause of their illness. Uh, rather, it's one of the things that, that they can do to uh, uh, protect their child. Um, and... Uh, uh, and in, in terms of uh, in terms of the side effects from the flu vaccine, uh, very rare. Um, some people will have side effects, most common being uh, soreness or redness at the injection site, uh, low-grade fever, uh, headache, uh, muscle aches. Um, but usually these are very mild. Uh, usually last uh, one day, sometimes two. And 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 what's more important, they don't carry the complications of the flu um, that that in some cases can be life-threatening. Love that metaphor you gave there about the the crocodile. You know, a dead crocodile can't bite you, just like the flu shot cannot give you the flu. Um, well, that's really good to know. Um, the last question that I had is, um, you know, uh, I'm actually uh, my wife and I are expecting, and I was curious as to when what is the earliest age uh, parents should consider taking children to get the flu shot? Is it, uh, you know, too young for a newborn? Uh, you know, is it one year old? Maybe talk a little bit about the right age to start doing that. Uh, absolutely. First off, congratulations to, you, to both of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 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 and, and so kids who are six months old and older uh, are, are, can get the flu shot. Um, and just, just of note, if, if, if it's your child's first time getting the flu shot and they're less than nine years old, then actually they have better immunity if they get two flu shots that that flu season and separated by about a month. Um, but but to also answer your question, um, kids who are less than six months old, they, they're not given the flu shot, but certainly they can still get the flu. And in fact, 
they have a higher rate of complications from the flu once they once they do get it. Um, but unfortunately, uh, giving to them is not going to giving the flu vaccine to them is not going to help them because they're they have immature immune systems and therefore they don't if after the flu vaccine they don't develop the antibodies that can protect them against the the flu. So there's there's no point in giving in giving it to them. But instead, uh, these kids rely on on what's called herd immunity, which means that uh, everyone around them uh, should get the flu shot, and that's that's the best way to protect them. So another reason to get the flu shot, even if you don't believe that the benefits to you are, are significant. Yeah. You know, if you're not doing it for yourself, you're definitely doing it for the people around you. Uh, well, that, Dr. Modic, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time today uh, to share all these tips. I, I'm assuming that all parents listening uh, feel much better about things. And uh, it's just really important for those listening to go out and get your flu shot. So, you know, for more information, please visit rrh.org. My guest today has been Dr. Andrew Modic. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much for listening.